The Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 82, Monday, August 27th, 2007. There's another video game documentary called Chasing Ghosts, which is going to be at the Sundance Film Festival this year. And this documentary also has Billy Mitchell and all these other guys in other words, it was this back in the early '80s. It was this whole Twin Galaxies things we were talking about, and I think it was Time Magazine got all these like these world record video gamers together. Yeah, at the Twin Galaxies in Iowa in 1982 for an article, and this documentary goes back and re-interviews all these people, and you know what they're doing now, and you know they're talking about the whole thing that happened then, and. Yeah, we had groupies, and we were celebrities, man. And <laughs> just, I mean, this one doesn't, it's not, it, it looks like it's its not out to, um, to you know, defame anyone. It's just talking about the guys then and what was going on then and, you know, where are they now. So this one's a little bit more, you know, of a documentary. The other one was more kind of like an expose, I guess. So, again, all these, like, these things are coming out about this, these world record junk and, and <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> you know, I just, I don't know. I was just never a person that one great thing when they went from Atari to Nintendo was no more top scores. It's I start a game, I beat the game, I get an ending and that's it. <laughs> yeah. There's no more. This game goes on infinitely. So I just keep racking up a top score. No, no. Welcome to the Paunch Stevenson Show. All right, so what do you have? Well, I have the uh, just one little update on uh, me, Stanley, the man, and who wants to be a superhero? It's me, Web Slingers. Oh, man, it's terrible. One of the guys looks and acts exactly as Corey Haim oh. from, like, the 1980s. Oh, no. And then uh, there's another guy who is uh, his moniker. He was voted off early. His moniker was Mr. Mitzvah. What is as that? As in Bar Mitzvah. What are, what are his superpowers? All I know is there's this old guy. And I don't know if he was doing this on purpose or what, but he was talking exactly like Jackie Mason. Uh. I guess that was his whole shtick. Yeah. Hey, I, I, uh, I got a superpower. I rescued the cat that was lost in the tree. And uh, I'm trying to do everything Mr. Stan Lee wants me to do. But I, I can't do it because I can't get up high because I'm afraid of heights. And I can't run because I broke my leg. Ugh. They had this competition at an amusement park where one person had a ride on a roller coaster that went like, you know, all crazy. Yeah. Up and down and whatever. And and they had to like while they were doing this, they had to try and spot these like colored flags around the amusement park. Which on these one of these roller coasters is very difficult to do. And this guy But why would was, a superhero need to do that? I don't know. <laughs> and and this guy chickened out of getting on the roller coaster. And the person <laughs> that didn't get on the roller coaster was supposed to then for the information relayed to them that from the, the teammate that was on the roller coaster was supposed to go and find these flags. Yeah. Well, this guy 
all of a sudden comes up and, and the Corey Hain guy was his teammate. He's like, okay, th- this one, the, the green flag is here. The purple one is here. And he's like, hold on, hold on. I can't do it. I can't do it. Like, why not? I, I hurt my leg. I cannot what? run. And then the kid starts looking and this idiot's hobbling after him. <laughs> he broke his leg. Another character, she looked exactly like Grace Jones. Who's that? Oh, that was this like horrendous looking model who was in uh, the James Bond film uh, who played Mayday. Oh, yeah. Remember Mayday from uh, the GoldenEye game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then another uh, woman, even with her costume, she was looked and dressed up exactly like Betty Rubble. <laughs> well, I, I really didn't understand that. And uh, yeah, so and then of course uh, Stan Lee, you know, dr- it gave his normal drilling of you know you can't do this, you didn't shave the dog, and uh, Mister Mitchell, you're a coward. Get out of here. I think it, in one of the episodes, I guess this was near the beginning because they all came with their outfits and everything, and you are the chosen finalist to be on my show, Web Schlingers, yeah. and. So then he brings them in, and, and like he redesigns their outfits, I guess. Yeah. He brings them in, and you know, we're shell phone lady. This is your new outfit, and oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, because the ones they're wearing are horrendous. Yeah. So they all wear them, and they're all happy. And then, but this one guy, I guess, didn't like it. He liked his own yeah. one better. So he's wearing uh, Stanley's new costume, and he's like all like grumpy about it and oh this this thing looks terrible i can't believe he's making me wear this and since stanley's like well i asked you if you like it and you said yes <laughs> obviously you lied and superheroes don't lie <laughs> you're a you're, liar yeah, you're pants on fire me stanley <laughs> you're right there his nose is running. Superheroes don't get colds. <laughs> get out of here. Oh, we have some celebrity deaths. Oh, yeah. We have August 12th, 2007, 82 years old, born July 6th, 1925, died of cancer. He was uh, uh, the creator of the game shows Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune, Merv Griffin. Yes, Merv Griffin. We have him and born September 25th, 1917. Died August 13th, 2007, 89 years old. Phil Rizzuto, Holy cow, Phil Rizzuto for the money store. 1-800-LOAN-YESH. <laughs> uh, the, the favorite uh, Phil Rizzuto story I have of, of him. Um, and I did meet Phil Rizzuto once at the uh, Yankees Fan Festival. I don't know. Oh. A long time ago. And... Um, you know, again, I used to watch, you know, the Yankees all the time. And, you know, Phil Rizzuto was like one of the <laughs> – the Yankees were so bad. Phil Rizzuto was the only reason to watch because he was he was so hilarious with all the stuff he would say. <laughs> you know, be, I'm going to wish a happy birthday to uh, Dante Piccinini from Teaneck, New Jersey. <laughs> and, uh, you know, all that. And actually, I, I got to find this. Me and you did a recording via a telephone years ago. 
back in like high school with me being Phil Rizzuto and you being some owner of a Chinese restaurant or something like that. And it was <laughs> just a mess. But anyway, I'll find it. The, the point, the, my favorite Phil Rizzuto story was me and our friend Jason. It was like late, late at night or something. It was, this is like back in like 1989 and the Yankees were terrible. And they were losing the game or something. And like Jesse Barfield came up, who was horrible. We used yeah. to call him Jesse Barfbag. And he comes up and he hits a home run to win the game. And we're like, hey, yeah, they won a game. Big deal. They're terrible. And then Phil Rizzuto just starts going berserk. Holy cow! Shiva! 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 Why? <laughs> I don't know. He was like excited. And, you know, we're just like screaming and we're like, I can't believe this. And so, yeah, Phil Rizzuto was a running joke for us, uh, you know. For a long time, because we loved him so much. But uh, yeah, Phil, Phil Rizzuto was quite a trip. Quite, quite a trip. His Hall of Fame speech was hilarious. <laughs> it's like forty minutes long of him like telling stories. It's just hilarious. Uh, so the scooter, Phil Rizzuto. Oh, there's also another wrestler death. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, Brian Adams with the the singer guy. No, not the summer of '69 guy. No, <laughs> the face on him. Yeah, Brian Brian Adams, who was uh, at one time, uh, uh, what the heck? I forget. I think he was like in the demolition team. I, I don't remember. But anyway, so yeah, so we'll find some Rizzuto clips and throw them on in a couple of weeks. I have some entertainment questions for you. I've I've noticed this for a while, and I just kept forgetting to mention it. But you know uh, the the guy Dave Chappelle? Yeah. The Chappelle show was very, very popular for a couple of years. And then all of a sudden, it was like I started seeing this guy, Dave La Chappelle. Yes. You can't do that. Why? Because if there's a guy, Dave Chappelle, who is yeah. now, you know, a couple of years ago, very popular... Then, like, six months after he becomes popular, now all of a sudden there's this new guy, Dave LaChapelle. Well, that's his name. You can't, you can't do that. No, actually, no. In, it's in, like in if, action, if, uh, if, if, you know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger becomes really popular, and well, then six months later it's like, hey, everyone, I'm, I'm Arnold La Schwarzenegger. <laughs> you can't do that. Well, no, in, 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 in fairness, David LaChapelle, I think he's like a, he's a director, isn't he? It doesn't matter. Yeah, like a, but this guy's been around for a while, though. He's been around probably as long as Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle's been around for 15 years. Oh, I don't know. Whatever. Hey, I'm Rodney La Dangerfield. <laughs> la, 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 la. I got no respect. <laughs> uh, Bill La Murray. I remember as kids, we used to fight about whether or not his last name was Murray or Murphy. Mur <laughs> because we were stupid and couldn't get the toast right. <laughs> We're like, is Bill Murray related to Eddie Murphy? <laughs> Not realizing there are two different races. <laughs> They're both um, funny. Another thing. You know, uh, again, I've been meaning to talk about this for a while. I just kept forgetting. But uh, for the past several months on TV, I'm sure you've seen these. These... 15-second Geico caveman commercials. Oh, 
right the guys dressed up as cavemen. It's so easy a caveman can do. Completely it. not funny. Well, Geico <laughs> went from having the funny lizard. Remember they had the funny lizard, and then they replaced him with that other lizard that wasn't funny. Like the they British changed the lizard. voice. Yeah. <laughs> it was like real. They had like an Australian lizard or something like that, and then replaced him with this like really dry. You know, I'm the Geico wizard. <laughs> like what? But anyway, so these 15 second Geico caveman commercials. Well, have you heard about this? This yes. fall on ABC, the Geico caveman sitcom. Yeah, I heard about that, and I. I <laughs> How do you make a sitcom out of that? Just terrible. How do you make Absolutely a 15 terrible. second commercial into a 30 minute sitcom, and why? That's like something they would do back in the 80s. It's Instances. like making a sitcom out of Where's the Beef? Oh. It's not any sense. Well, and the thing is, they're not even getting the same guys from the commercial. They got different guys. No point. And finally, again, have you seen this? The new show, you, you mentioned Corey Haim a little while ago. There's a new TV show, The Two Corys. I heard about that, yeah. It's it's, it's uh, Corey Feldman and his wife, and then Corey Haim is living in their house for a few weeks. Oh, and he's, like, getting God. food all over everything and knocking pictures off the walls and I, like, I just <laughs> going into their bedroom and jumping on their bed in the middle of the night. Yeah, uh, it's called We've Seen This Movie Before. <laughs> we saw about 15 of them. <laughs> we don't want to see any more of them. And he is completely... Corey Haim is like every thirty seconds he talks about how awesome the Lost Boys was. Oh, like, hey God. man, remember remember twenty years ago we did that movie, The Lost Boys? Oh, that was so awesome, man! Oh, The Lost Boys was awesome. Do you remember they were in? I think they were both in it. They were in Monster Squad. Remember that one? <laughs> yeah, I know Corey Feldman was in that. I used to like that movie, but uh, <laughs> again, I think it's it's one of these reality shows that's fake, scripted. Yeah, you know, so it's it's entertaining, but it's oh. bizarre. They should just do a movie, just do a regular movie. They keep talking about like, yeah, man, let's do the Lost Boys two. Let's write a script. Oh, Lost Boys no. two, right? But the Actually, thing is, there is a Lost Boys two, and it had nobody from the original movie. So they're stupid. I'm telling you, you're not gonna hit. You're not gonna get a, a foul word from me about my new best friend George Lucas. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Because <clears throat> oh, he's doing Indiana Jones. Yes. Is is he actually? Is he actually taking part in that, or did he well, just he, he allow the, it? No. Well, he he's he's a producer, but uh, he's the executive producer. But he also is he directing? No, the Spielberg. Spielberg. Oh. Uh, he it's, wrote it? Yeah. Well, he, he wrote the story. Who wrote the script is... Well, here's the It's an adventure in its own right. Well, you know how with the, with the Star Wars movies, supposedly he had all six stories written a long time ago. Right. Beforehand. Well, 
So hey. with the Indiana Jones, did he have all four no, no, written, or did no. he just write part four recently? Well, again, that's part. <laughs> that's part of the. Do you want to do you want a brief synopsis of the Indiana Jones four script? Yeah, but my question is. Did he have this storyline in mind 20 years ago, or is this something he just thought of last year? No, basically, uh, I believe he probably, I think he he thought of it, uh, what he does with like a film like this is he comes up with like, um, he comes up with like a premise. He calls it a MacGuffin. (laughs) Okay. Whatever that is. There's like a hook, basically, and from that, you know, he'll kind of work on that, and then from that, he'll give it off to somebody else, and then the other guy will actually, like, write the script. So, you know, that's pretty much what he'll do. What what happened was, back in the, the mid-90s, this was, this was before the Star Wars prequel stuff started up with him, around, like, 95, they actually uh, were considering making the film then. Huh. And Lucas had worked on some scripts. He brought in the guy that worked on the Last Crusade script with him, Jeffrey Bohm. A um, couple of different guys got in on it. And eventually, you know, he, he finished the script, I think around like 97. And uh, Harrison Ford and Spielberg didn't really like it. They felt that it was too, it was too similar to the other movies. And they did, I guess they, you know, I don't know if they really wanted to do the movie at that point or not. And then what happened was Lucas got into Star Wars and he just didn't have any time for anything else because he was completely obsessed and uh, fairly insane. Eventually, around 2002, 2003, uh, this guy, Frank Darabont, uh, who worked on the Young Anita Jones series uh, with Lucas, uh, was brought in to work on the script, and he, and eventually he and Spielberg came up with a script that Spielberg loved. He thought it was great. This was like 2004, and Harrison Ford liked it, and they went to George Lucas, and George Lucas just like read it and was immediately like, no, no, I'm not doing this. And the guy Darabont, who had worked with Lucas a bunch, was like, he was like, this guy is insane. He's like, I just wasted like two years writing this script, and this guy looks at it and says, no, I don't like it at all. Throw it out. <laughs> so that's the story in that. So it's, again, the, the the running, one of the reasons Indiana Jones 4 has been so talked about is because the rumor mill on it and then and the, you know, the, the pre-production and everything has been going on for like 13 years now. Wow. I mean, <laughs> when else does that happen? Not often. No, it just it just doesn't happen. And another thing that I wanted to mention very quickly that I I'm kind of puzzled by is on Channel Four, NBC, and uh, Channel Five, Fox. The past few years, there have been all these competition shows, American Idol. So you think you could dance, Hell's Kitchen, uh, the Celebrity Fit Camp, just all, all these competition shows, Survivor. Who wants to be a superhero? Who wants to be... It's me, Stanley. Enough said. So now there are two new competition shows 
one on NBC, one on Fox. The one on NBC is called The Singing Bee. And the one on Fox is called Don't Forget the Lyrics. Uh-huh. Isn't that like Wayne Brady hosting that? Yeah, it's hosted by Wayne Brady. The Singing Bee is hosted by Joey Fatone of NSYNC. Oh, uh, God. But the thing is, both of these competition shows have the contestants singing along to the song. And then the song stops, and the contestants have to uh, continue singing the lyrics. <laughs> and if the contestants forget the lyrics, they lose. Yeah. But how do you have two of the same exact show on two different channels at the same time? What I can't understand is the only time that anybody, anybody, wants to watch or listen to someone who cannot sing, sing karaoke style, is when they're all drunk in a bar. So I don't know who this thing's appealing to. Drunks? Oh, by the way, we didn't talk, we didn't mention the, uh, I sent you the link of the, the new Transformers cartoon. Oh, yeah. Where the Transformers are now drawn like, like Marvel superheroes or something, eh? Yeah, what was that? It's the Transformers animated series on Cartoon Network. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be better than this movie. I don't know how they're going to transform. They're all they're all shaped like uh like comic book guys. Maybe they won't transform. Maybe that'll be the next gimmick. Be the non-transforming Transformers. These were the non-speaking Transformers. <laughs> That's right. Maybe the non-transforming Transformers. They were almost the non-existent Transformers. Yeah, right, right. That should be the sequel, The Transformers Part 2. They shouldn't even have Transformers in it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, another another little tidbit I just thought of. A couple episodes ago, I, I talked about how you almost got struck by lightning. Even though you don't seem to remember this. Actually, there was another that, time. That wasn't even in an episode. What do you mean? That was not part of any episode. Why not? Didn't have time for it. What? <laughs> <I'm> gonna... <laughs> you ruined my entire bit now. I'm segueing oh to something we've done before that we haven't actually aired, and now I sound like a moron. <laughs> because you don't include half of the, these bits that I'm doing here. You're editing everything out. Oh, we don't have time. Hey, I, I, uh, I got a superpower. I rescued the cat that was lost in the tree. And uh, I'm trying to do everything Mr. Stan Lee wants me to do. But I, I can't do it. Because I can't get up high because I'm afraid of heights. And I can't run because I broke my leg. Ugh.